This is the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Dating and Relationship Show on AM640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellata, your host, founder of Single in the City. Guys, tonight's show is one that you've been waiting for. <laughs> I'm joined by Mr. Lucario a dating and life coach. What separates Mr. Lucario from other relationship gurus is his no-nonsense realistic approach to the dating game and the game of life, giving men and women the knowledge, truth, and confidence to understand what they want, thus helping create the best options for themselves in love and in life. And today, we're going to be discussing everything from how to vet a potential partner before entering into a long-term relationship to the art of setting up successful dates. And we'll be exploring why it's important not to worry about a woman's past, <laughs> how to approach women fearlessly, and what to do when you're sexually frustrated in a relationship. And we'll also be discussing why women care about your money and whether or not gender roles still exist in today's society. So let's get ready to uh, learn some valuable insights. Let's dive in. Hello, Mr. Lacario. Hey, what's going on, Laura? I'm glad to be here. I'm glad we're doing this. <laughs> you know, it's I'm funny because <laughs> I, I met Mr. Lucario on Clubhouse. And yeah. those of you who listen to the show regularly know that I, uh, you know, I have a big club on there, Single in the City. Right. And that make tons of connections on Clubhouse. And Mr. Lucario, he frequents our rooms often. And him and I battle on stage sometimes since we don't agree. <laughs> but hopefully there won't be any battles tonight, okay? <laughs> Let's, oh, keep Let's keep it PG. Let's keep it PG. Keep it nice tonight. <laughs> yeah. So, Mr. Lucario, you and I both know how important vetting is when it comes to the dating process. Right. You know, how do we teach men to properly vet women before entering into a long-term relationship? Um, what are some of your tips? Yeah, so I have I have uh, more of an unorthodox, uh, you know, like vetting <laughs> process that I, that I teach guys. I tell guys that, you know, you should wait at least 12 to 18 months before you make a woman your girlfriend. And so the reason why I say that is because within those 12 to 18 months, what you're doing is that you're seeing if this woman is actually really, really into you. So what happens is a lot of times people get together, uh, they like each other, they're dating for like three weeks, a month, month and a half, and then they're like, okay, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. And then six months later, they're trying to get engaged. And it's like ridiculous because <laughs> what happens is you don't really get to know a person through that small amount of time. So what I tell guys is, is that if a woman is really interested in you, what's gonna happen is, is that if she sees a progression happening in this situation, what will happen is, is that she'll continue to see you because she's interested in you, but you'll also see if she's really into you also. You understand what I'm saying? Cause like she, she can say she's into you, but you never know if she's actually really, really into you. So what I do is I tell a guy to, to, to you know, take it slow as far as a relationship is concerned. And then that usually yields a better relationship. So a lot of times people, they get into relationships, they break up because they didn't know the person they were getting into a relationship with. So this is why the relationships fail. So not only do I want guys to get into relationships, but I also want them to get into relationships that actually are going to work and are, and are going to last. So it benefits them, but it also benefits the woman too. So she gets a guy that actually is going to be consistent and committed, you know? Now, and I agree with the taking it slow part because mm -hmm. I oh, I talk about this a lot. Like I, I do not think that you should be jumping into right. a relationship. But did you say 12 to 18 months or even 16 months? 
Right. A a good woman who knows what she wants, right? She's not going to be waiting around for 12 months for you to decide whether or not you want to be in a committed relationship with her. I think that you can still have a commitment, Mm. um, but not have to talk about marriage. Like I've been dating my guy for a year and a half or more than that. And we're not talking about marriage. We just haven't gone down that route before. Like I, I'm still learning about him. I still want to get to know him. So I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, in a rush. But I do understand that some women do want to rush things, you know, mm-hmm. especially if they want to have babies and and so forth. But waiting more than twelve months, like I, I just a woman that knows what she wants, Mr. Lucario, mm-hmm. is not going to wait twelve months. I know I wouldn't, and I'm, I consider myself a high value woman. Right, and 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 see, that's the thing is that I want the woman to not wait if that's not what she wants because it's the thing if she knows what she wants then what she wants should be the guy you understand so if she wants that guy she's like well i'd rather be with you and go for this ride versus be out there with all the other knuckleheads so the thing is is that (laughs) you want a woman who's fully fully committed but also the guy is also showing his commitment to her too it's not like he's just you know being there doing nothing and just being all over the place and inconsistent so he has to be consistent too and she has to be consistent so they're both being consistent over a period of time and so what happens is is that if that is the case you know what i mean then what will happen is you have two people who have been with each other for an extended period of time. And the longer and the more investment that happens in a relationship, usually the tighter the attachment and tighter the commitment. So a lot of times the reason why people break up and things don't happen the way that you want it to happen is because they get into it too fast. So there isn't a strong attachment or strong commitment. So that's why I always tell guys like, you know, you can stretch it out. And if she's really, really feeling you, she'll she'll go along for the ride. So I, I want the woman to, to want what she wants, but what she wants should be that guy. So this is, so it works sort of like both ways where if she wants that guy to work, if she doesn't want that guy, she'll be out of there. Because if she doesn't want him, that means she wants the commitment over him. She wants the title over him. You see what I'm saying? Versus being with him. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Well, we can agree to this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now, a lot of guys have this fear of approaching women. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I think this is one of the issues with dating today. Like, I feel that more men need to put themselves out there. They need to be proactive Uh, and, and they should, you know, approach women and, and women. Okay. Granted, they should get in the guy's way, let them know that they're interested, but what are some good tips for making a good first impression and uh, approaching women? Mm. Well, I always tell guys, you got to have a plan, like meaning a, a plan in your head of what you want to occur in the situation. So if you're the type of guy who wants to date, if you're the type of guy who wants to hook up, whatever it is, that needs to be expressed in your interaction when you approach a woman. But also you have to be confident enough to go and approach a woman and, and be able to have social skills. A lot of guys, what they'll do is, is that because they're nervous to approach women, when they muster up the courage to approach women, they don't know what to say because they have no, they don't know, they don't have a plan of what they want to say and they don't have any social skills. So then they end up saying, well, how come I can't get girls that are rejecting me and they're rejecting you because you don't actually know what you want to do. You have no direction and you don't know where to lead her. So I always tell guys that you have to be a leader. You have to be a guy who has direction because then that's going to make it easier for you to approach, but also to, you know, make things happen in the long run when it comes to you, like attracting women. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, I agree. And also, you know, practice having conversations with strangers that don't matter to you. Right. You don't place in a high regard because Mm -hmm. the more positive reactions that you receive when you talk and approach people, because most people are generally nice, right? If you're approaching them and just being like, hey, you know, nice weather out there, whatever, you're in the elevator with a stranger, Mm -hmm. you're talking, they're going to be nice to you. 
for mm-hmm. the most part. Right. Now, and I find that the more you practice, the easier it gets when it comes to approaching someone that you're interested in. Okay. So, I mean, that's a little tip that I can give, but let's give some more solid tips on how to actually approach someone. Because mm-hmm. what I usually teach, Mr. Lucario, is you know, find something in your immediate space Mm. um, that you can have a conversation about. So it's almost like making an excuse or finding a reason to go up and talk to them. Oh, yeah, I agree with that, actually, because a lot of guys, especially guys who are nervous, that's an easy way for them to have a conversation. So you see a girl, hey, that's a nice bracelet. Would you get that? And then y'all have a conversation about that and you you start going into, so my name is so-and-so, what's your name, whatever. And you can do that. Some guys who are more you know, a little bit more comfortable, then you can just go in direct. Hey, what's up? How you doing? My name is so-and-so. I saw you from across the room. I just wanted to say hi, because I think you're attractive. And then you continue the conversation. So it's, it's really just all about like, you know, pushing yourself to get out there. A lot of guys have, it's, it's kind of like stage fright. A lot of guys are more scared about thinking about it than, than it being scary to do it. So once you're there and you're talking, it's not as crazy as they thought it was going to be. So I, I, I think guys have to practice it and be out there doing it. And then it'll be a little bit easier for them in the long run. You know what I mean? So you said go up and say something like, I find you attractive. Right. Now, are you all for a guy approaching a woman, whether it's online or in person and asking or not asking, but but mm-hmm. making a reference to her looks? Because I don't always suggest that because women that are really attractive, they know they're attractive mm-hmm. and they get tired of hearing guys go, oh, you're so hot or you're so right. beautiful or so what are your thoughts on that? Because I always suggest that you compliment them, but compliment their dress or their purse or something else. Well, the reason why I say that is because the woman, even though she's heard or she thinks or she feels like she's attractive, what happens is if if I say she's attractive, that's her hearing it from me. You see what I'm saying? So 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 the thing is, is that I tell guys that you're different than any other guy she's ever that she's ever talked to. So you have to understand your own individual self. So if so, what will happen sometimes is too is this: if women see you as an attractive guy, a lot of times, and this is what a lot of guys don't understand, is that there's been times where I've talked to women and they didn't believe that I was interested in them. Now, the reason why they didn't believe I was interested in them because they thought, oh well, you know, he's too smooth. He probably gets a bunch of girls or. <laughs> he's attractive, whatever. So she's like, he's a player. So he may not necessarily be really interested in me. He's just playing his game. So then what will happen is if I'm telling her, I'm actually attracted to you, I'm interested in you. I'm, I, I find you interesting. I find you attractive. I'm letting her know that I'm, I'm actually feeling this way, right? It's the same thing where guys, they, if they see a beautiful woman, they might be afraid to approach her because they won't believe that woman will be into them. Right. And so what will happen is even when I coach women, I say, you know, if you see a guy that you're interested in, smile at him, you know, like look at him or whatever to give him a signal that you're yeah. interested so that he knows. So if I'm talking to a woman who may not think I'm really interested in her because she might think I'm out of her league or whatever it is, I'm letting her know, hey, you, you, this is going to happen or this is something that could happen because I'm actually interested in you, which is why I give her the compliment, which is why I tell her I think she's attractive, which is why I'm letting her know this because I want her to believe what I'm saying. Because a lot of times, if you're a guy who becomes good at interacting with women, some women are going to be put like not put off, but they'll be have their guard up because they think you're a player or they think you're just playing games with them. So this is to reiterate, no, I actually am interested in you. <laughs> so that's kind of like why I tell them to, you know, to make it happen. All right. Thanks for that. Time for a quick break, guys. After the break, we're going to be chatting about how sex affects dating and what that means for you. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca. 
Toronto's News. Today's Talk, 640 Toronto. It's Sunday night, guys. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on AM640 Toronto with myself, Laura Bellotta, joined by my special guest, Mr. Lucario, dating coach, getting back to our chat on how to handle sex and intimacy while dating. All right, let's talk about hooking up with the ladies. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, some men may want to hook up with a lady because they're just looking for one thing or they're just not quite sure, you know, where the relationship's going to lead them, right? Mm -hmm. How can men hook up with women honestly without lying about it? Mm -hmm. And why is it important to be truthful? Truthful, because I think you need to be truthful. Yeah, I think I think what it is, is a lot of guys think that they can't have sex with a woman without, um, you know, doing other things like they they feel like they have to go on a bunch of dates. They have to, you know, talk to a girl on a phone for weeks and, you know, roll out the red carpet. And and the problem with that is, is that if you go down that route, then she's going to assume that you want more than just sex. If it's so if you just want sex then there's ways to approach women and talk to them and let them know you're just interested in hooking up or just, you know, having a good time and keeping it casual. And then the women who are interested in that with you, they will do that. You know what I mean? But a lot of guys don't understand that because a lot of guys have never been in that situation or they don't think that they can say that. And the reason why they think they can't is because they're in situations where they've talked to a lot of women that say, Hey, I'm not that type of girl. You know, I don't That's do that. me. <laughs> they've so, talked to too many of me's. Right. So they're like, you know, so they assume <laughs> all women won't do that. And the thing is, is that all they have to do is put themselves out there and say, Hey, you know, I'm interested in you. I'm interested in just having some fun, hooking up, doing that type of stuff. And the, the, the right women who are interested in them for for that moment or wanting to do that just because that's what they want to do they'll do that with those guys and so therefore it won't be any um sort of manipulation or misconception of what this is the problem is a lot of guys will take a girl on three dates uh you know wine and dine her tell her oh i love you you're like so (laughs) awesome and then Um, they get sex they're out of there (laughs) so that's the part that i don't think is cool No, that's not cool at all. Now, what about having the sex talk? Because let's just say you do want to have sex Mm. early on, Mm. but you also are looking for a relationship. You could potentially scare off the right girl, though, um, that could be the, you know, marriage material Mm. because you scared her off by talking about sex too soon. So let's talk about that. Like, because you think it's okay to just, you know, put it out there like, Hey, I'm looking to have sex, but I'm also looking for a relationship as well. Is that how you would put it? Yeah. Well, the thing is this, a guy usually knows if he only wants to have sex with a woman most, in most cases. So like there's women, a guy says she's will hook up a few times or one time or whatever. And then I'm, I'm finished. Like they know that from the beginning, because you might not necessarily be there tight physically, but they'll still have sex with you. Or, you know, you might not be the type of woman that he sees as long-term potential. Now there are times where a guy thinks that at first, and then he says, you know, I kind of like this girl. And then, you know, I want to move it to something else. But there are times where a guy meets a woman, he's definitely interested in having sex with her, but he's like, I can see potential for other things. So in that situation, he can just date her, you know, and just date her, just be like, Hey, let's go out to get a drink. Let's hang out. And, and he can still, you know, try to have sex at whatever point it's going to happen, but it's not necessarily where that's all he wants. So he should also still be dating her too. So this is why I tell guys, they have to figure out what they're, what they want and then move in that direction. So if I see you and I know all I want is sex, 
then I should not be going on a bunch of dates with you. I should not be talking to you on the phone all day. I should not be doing all these extracurricular activities. If I see you and I say, you know what? Yeah, I want to have sex with her, but I still want to get to know her and, and see where this can go. Then yeah, let's go out to get a drink. Let's do all those other things. And we can still have sex and continue to date and do all this other stuff. So the guy just needs to know what he wants. And then he brings that to the situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, and I think it's important to have the sex talk, mm-hmm. but not super duper early, not mm-hmm. too, too early, especially if you're looking for something serious. Mm-hmm. So when do you think it's okay to ask questions like, do you have, you know, do you have similar sex drives? What are your ideals and expectations when it comes to sex? Mm-hmm. Are you someone who sees sex as a regular way of connecting several times a week, you know, or do you place more value on physical touch and cuddling and with sex being a bonus, for example, like when should people have those conversations? I don't think that they should have those conversations right off the bat. Well, I see it, it's interesting because I, I kind of I'm the opposite. Where I, <laughs> I think, but you're gonna scare away the right no, the right girl. No, but that's the thing, the right girl won't be scared away. That's what that's I think. See, the, the issue is this when a when when a when a woman is really interested in a guy, right? What I don't want to hear him talking about sex. I'm sorry. And I'm no, that this, girl. No, but this is what I'm saying. If she if she is interested in him, right? That means she's interested in him fully. So her him talking about sex she's interested in having sex with him too. So she wouldn't mind having a sex talk. Now she may want him for more than sex, but she may not necessarily be put off by a sex talk because she's interested in him sexually also, but she might also be interested in him as like relationship material and all this other stuff. But the, but the, the problem is, is that sometimes what happens is, is that it's not the sex talk that scares off the woman. It's that the woman is not fully interested in that guy. So him talking about sex or having that type of energy with her, she's put off because she's not hundred percent interested in that particular guy. So this is why I, I, this is why I do believe that a guy should have that type of talk with a woman because you want to find a woman who's interested in you a hundred percent. And so a lot of times women will say, well, I was in, I was interested in him, but he was talking about this or he did this, but what was really going on is what she was not really fully interested in him at all anyway, which is, which is the reason why she's not interested. So uh, there's, there's this, there's this misconception that, you know, if you're, if you're having these conversations, that's going to put off the woman, but it only puts off the woman who's not really for that guy. So, but this is why I tell the guys to do it because you want to make sure she is for you. So, so, so my thing is always try to teach men to find women who have a hundred percent interest and high interest in them. That's what I, that's what I try to teach you guys to do. (laughs) See, and I don't agree with that because I can be totally into a guy. Mm -hmm. And as soon as he starts asking me, those type of questions. Mm. I'm thinking in my mind, he's promiscuous. He just wants me for my body. And that completely turns me off. And I also have friends that are in the same boat where mm. they're some guys courting them or, you know, they, they getting to know each other online and they meet in person. And then he starts talking about sex where she thought he was the perfect guy. And then she calls me all disappointed. Oh, he asked me what I was wearing or whatever. He just, he started talking very sexual and that became a turnoff. You know what it is also too. Do you ever, I don't know if you ever seen that. I think it was Saturday Night Live's uh skit. <laughs> they have the guy in the office and he he's like the nerdy guy and he says hi to the woman and she's like, Oh, he's so creepy. And then the good looking guy, he's like, How you doing? And she's like, Oh my god, hi. And then the mm-hmm. the, 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 the nerdy guy is like, you know, standing around her and she's like, Oh my god, this guy's a creep. And then the good looking guy is standing around her with his shirt off, and she's like, Oh my god, he's so so all that's <laughs> illustrating is depending who the guy is. 
she's going to like the guy based off of the guy she likes. Like if she likes this guy, then everything he does, does is amazing. If she doesn't really like the guy, he's creepy. And, and that's usually what happens. So, so yes, there can be a guy who's going to talk about sex and she'll be turned off. But if he's the guy she's attracted to, she won't be. You see, that's that's what I'm trying to express. Okay. And again, we don't have to agree with everything, right? <laughs> All right. Let's talk about body count. Should a man worry about a woman's body count? Because I've never personally asked a man how many people he slept with. I don't want to know. That right. may change my perception of him. Plus, it was in the past. And he's probably going to lie anyway. <laughs> so, Right. I think. think? Well, the thing is, a lot of guys care about body count. I I'm, I personally don't. And, and the... the um. You know, I'm like one of the few people <laughs> you can find on the internet who is a man who doesn't care about that most. And, and this is the reason why most guys care about the body count. One is because most guys believe a lot, this pseudoscience where they say that a woman can't pair bond if she's meaning that she can't bond with a man in a relationship if she's had multiple sex partners, which is false. There's actually no scientific evidence of that, but they're trying to, you know, circulate all this nonsense that doesn't exist. Um, because to, to make a, a scientific experiment on that, you would actually have to follow a number of different women since, you know, they've been sexually active 24 hours a day, seven days a week. No one's doing that. Right. But also another reason why a lot of guys care about this is because it really is a deep seated insecurity. A lot of guys think that women um, who like if they meet a woman, they, they, they know where she tells them, hey, I've been with this amount of men he may think, oh, well, she's not going to be satisfied with me or she's going to cheat on me and be with another guy or, you know, she's not, I'm not going to be able to be in a long-term relationship with her and satisfy her. It really stems from that. You understand? So I, so the thing is, is I tell guys, listen, when you're in a relationship with a woman, right? One, you can't figure out the number anyway. So it's, it's just a non-factor. You, no <laughs> one's who's gonna actually going to tell the truth? Right, exactly. No one's going to oh, tell. Oh, I you. slept with 500 people. Right. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like they're not going to know. They're never going to know. And two, what makes what'll make a woman, you know, bond with you is if there's compatibility, is if there's that chemistry between you and that particular woman. You feel what I'm saying? And so what happens is this. And on another note, which is unfortunate, is this most guys, and this is what they don't really want to talk about, is most guys who care about that are usually guys who are not um the most attractive to women in the first place, which means they were never the guys who women were having sex with in the past. So if a guy's like, well, I care about her past and I don't like the fact that she messed with all these other guys. What he's really saying is I feel left out because I was never one of the type of guys these women were messing with. So now that I wasn't that guy, now when I meet you, you want me to commit to you, but these other guys, you know, they didn't have to commit to you. They got access to you. And now I'm upset. That's really where it comes from. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. I love it. <laughs> All right. Asking for an open relationship. Let's talk about that. Open relationships can be very tricky. Mm. Even if your monogamous setup isn't really working out for you mm. and just bringing up the idea of talking about it can be nerve wracking. Mm. When do you think is the right time to have the conversation about open relationships and how do we approach a topic? Because if someone, listen, if someone presented me with this years after dating, I'd probably end the relationship Ooh. that would make me feel insecure. I'll be honest because Ooh. I'm a not, I, I'm a monogamous person. So right. I wouldn't like that. Um, I would think if I don't agree to this, they're going to cheat on me anyways. Ooh. But if you're going to try it, I think it's also important to bring it up in a way that's reassuring to your partner, but you also want to make it clear that, you know, you'd like to connect with other people. Um, but 
they're still your main person, you know, and that the two of you come first. So what are your thoughts on this? Because you are in an open relationship. I believe you're married and you have a girlfriend. Right. Yeah, I, I would say this. I, I would say, uh, you know, the the it's going to sound funny, but it, it's I think this is the best way is to um, bring up an open relationship in the in the sense of it not just being about sex. And and see the the issue is, is that when it when people make it just about sex, that's when people feel some type of way about it. That's when people feel funny about it because what they're thinking of or they're they're largely looking at is the the aspect of sex. Because even when it comes to monogamy, one of the biggest things that keeps a monogamous situation together is the fact that we are together, which means we are not having sex or any other relations in that manner with other people. So what happens is, is that when it comes to an open situation, they're looking at it as, well, it's just about sex. Now, sex is included, but if you make it just about sex, then that's where a lot of issues are going to come because a lot of people's, you know, um, issues stem indirectly or directly through sex. There are their issues or their insecurities, right? And shout out to my dude, Kay Zag, and he always talks about this. Another day, Nicole, you talks about. <laughs> and, and what happens is this, I would say this, is that if you, like you said, some, a partner might feel like, man, you know, this person doesn't love me anymore. This person doesn't care about me. They, you know, they, they think I'm ugly. That's why they want to be with another person, whatever, all these things. So like, it's like you, you have the conversation and say, okay, it's, it's really about, and this is the, 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 the God's honest truth. And I've been in an open situation, non-monogamous for past a decade now. What it is, is that it's really about growth within yourself. So what happens is that in a relationship, you're growing with this person, but you're also an individual. So your individual self can grow with other people and you'll learn more about yourself through other situations, right? But you you have to be able to have that conversation and be mature with your, your partner if you can make that happen. So it just all depends on if that's going to work with your, your partner too. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think I can be mature <laughs> in that situation. Time for another quick break. When we come back, we're going to be going over some tips for setting up that great first date. Stay with us. Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca. Toronto's news, today's talk, 640 Toronto. What a fantastic show tonight. Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show on AM640 Toronto with myself, Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca, joined by this week's guest, Mr. Lucario. And we're getting back to our chat on setting yourself up for success when you meet someone new. Mr. Lucario, how do we create a situation where a woman can feel more attracted to, to you as a man? Mm. And what are the key elements for this? Yeah, I would say basically it's 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 really tapping into your individuality. I think a, a lot of guys, what they do is they'll they'll um be cookie cutter versions of other guys, right? They they they'll think the same way as other guys, they'll do the same exact thing. Like, for example, with a date, they're like, Oh, let me take you out to dinner. How many guys are going to dinner? It's the same, you know what I mean? Like same type of date or whatever. But mm-hmm. it's that you have to tap into what makes you an individual and then bring that uniqueness out into the situation. So for example, if like, let's say if we're talking about um, fast food restaurants or restaurants, right? There's a lot of places that sell cheeseburgers or they sell burgers and fries, but you can only go to one place to get a Big Mac, which is McDonald's. You see what I'm saying? So you have to be the Big Mac. Don't be a regular burger just on the corner at some store. <laughs> you know so, I do agree with that. Okay. Right, so that. Once, you, <laughs> so once you, once a woman realizes that she can only get the experience 
that she's getting from you, that's what's going to make her want to continue to see you, want to continue to be with you. But the thing is, is that if you're just like everybody else, if you're if you, you're scared to be yourself and you're scared to express yourself how you want it to express yourself, you're never going to really stand out and you're never going to be that attractive guy to, to most women. Now, and okay, and you also teach guys that they shouldn't do too much for a woman before she's even earned it. Mm. And Okay, what does that mean exactly? Because I think that men should do what they want, mm. but they also don't want to run the risk of having someone take them for granted either. So right. if you give too much too early, you can potentially run the risk of having someone think that you are love bombing them. And mm. that's never a good thing. And also don't leave with your money. You may be attracting someone for the wrong reasons. So mm. what are your thoughts on this? Yeah. So I was, I, when I say that a guy needs to have a woman earn, uh, you know, what, what he's going to give her is that what, what a lot of guys do is this, they meet a woman today. Like they, they'll meet a woman today, going on a date with her. They're buying her flowers candy. They're, you know, uh, taking her to a nice expensive restaurant. They're doing all these things right now, these things that he's doing, these are nice things, but these are things that you should be doing for your girlfriend or your wife, right? A lot of guys, their game is backwards. What they'll do is they'll meet a girl today, do all this extravagant stuff for her, get in a relationship with her. And then once they're in a relationship, two, three years, they stop doing these great things, right? It's, it's weird. Now I say, flip it around. When you first meet her, just meet her and just be just very, you know, like just keep it low key. Hey, let's go, you know, talk, take a walk in the park, get a drink or whatever, just get to know each other. And as he gets to know her and as she gets to know him and they're interacting with each other and then she's showing consistency, she's showing that she actually is interested in him. She's showing that she wants to be around him. She's actually bringing stuff to the table. Then it's like, okay, cool. I've seen this woman that has been with me on a consistent basis. And she's shown me that she's really interested in me. Now I can do certain things for her because she's earned that spot. She's earned a spot in my life to where now I want to give back to her in this situation to give even more because I give, I've given her consistency the same way she has given me consistency, but now I can give you more gifts. I can give you more flowers. I can do all that. I can take you on trips. I can do all these other things because at this point it, it makes more sense now. You know? Okay. Now some guys aren't going to make it there. Mr. Lucario. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't spend a bit of money on her, she's going to think that you're cheap mm. and that you really don't like her. I would. If, right, I, that, if the that, guy wants to take a walk in the park with me on, for five dates, I'm thinking, why is this guy? I want to keep walking in the park. Like, right. There's no way that these guys are going to make it. I'm sorry. No, and it's not that you got to take her on a park, walk in a park. Five <laughs> what, what, what I'm saying is, is that the, the guy, what, what a lot of guys do is, is they give a woman a lot of things in the beginning for no reason. And so therefore that impacts how she responds to him. So for example, if if you got hired at a job today and they gave you your two week paycheck today before you even did any work, you'd be like, wait a second. So I'm getting a check today. OK, cool. So you might come in late tomorrow. You want to even do it. You'd be like, Why do I, I get it. Getting checks? I'm just getting checks for nothing. So then so then your response is, well, I don't need to do anything and I'm getting all these things. And then you might not even respect the job. You might say, you know, what? I don't feel like coming in today. They're not going to fire me. Like, I'll just come in next week. They're going to give me a check anyway. And this is this is the type of vibe that guys give to women. And then therefore they don't, they don't ever have a situation where they're getting a woman who actually respects them or wants to really be with them. Because as the leader, which is the man he should lead, he needs to know, okay, well, listen, I'm going to make sure that I'm creating a situation that's going to benefit both of us. And in order for him to do that, he can't just give a woman things just off the, because what he's basically essentially saying is this, I'm giving you things to exist just because you exist. I'm not giving you things because you deserve it. 
You see what I'm saying? And that that's really what the situation is. <laughs> I get it. But I mean, to a certain extent, I agree with that to a certain extent. But I think that we can still be a gentleman and still take a lady out for lunch or for dinner. And it can be more than just taking a walk in the park or going mm-hmm. out for a little drink here and there. Um, but I, I do understand your point. Um, right. We don't want to love bomb. You know, I, I've been out with guys that show up with like $200 bottles of wine on the first mm. date and, you know, expensive wow. bracelets. And then Crazy. the gifts keep coming. And I'm thinking, this is weird to me. Like, why mm. do you keep showering with get, me with gifts? Now, it, it for for some women, that works. But for me, I question that. Right. Why are you doing this? Mm. I agree. I think it's too much. <laughs> it's too much. Okay. Right. How do we set up dates? And what are some tips for making them successful? So let's take us through that. Yeah, it's it's real simple. I think uh, really it's it's a guy understanding what he he does and just bringing a woman into his world. So I think a lot of the, the I think the the mistake guys do is they meet a woman and they'll do something totally different than what they would usually do. They're like, I'm going to take her to this expensive restaurant, even though he never goes to expensive restaurants and he doesn't like those expensive restaurants. So what I would say to a guy, what do you usually do? What do you like to do? So let's say he likes to go to this bar that he goes to every week. He likes the the drinks. He likes the place. He likes the atmosphere. Bring her there because if this woman becomes your girlfriend or someone you're going to be seeing for a while, you're probably going to go there again and you're probably going to want to take her there. So you want to see if she likes that situation. You, you he's also in his comfort zone as well. Exactly. So I think, you know, uh, bringing her there, but also when it comes to setting up the dates, I got, I tell guys, you know, make sure that you set a, a time date in place. A lot of guys don't even know how to do that simple thing. You say, Hey, let's meet Friday, eight o'clock at this bar. And, and so a lot of times when guys meet women on, on online dating sites or they go back and forth with women, they just talk, but they don't set a date. So I always tell guys, make sure you set a date, tell her where it's going to be, what time it's going to be at what place so that she knows, okay, cool. This guy, he knows how to be decisive. We know that he's a leader. He knows how to get things done. And if she, <laughs> yes. And what about texting tips then um, to set up the date and then after the date and what is too much or too little? Yeah, I, I always tell guys texting really should be just for setting dates, not for like chit chat and, and going back and forth, asking how your day was and all the miscellaneous stuff. I think those are things you can have conversations with in person. I say use the phone to text to set up a date. And then after the date, you can, you know, just follow up. Hey, I had a really good time. You know, we should get together next week and all that other type of stuff. But yeah, I think the texting should be a, to a minimal because a lot of times guys, they talk themselves out of the situation because they'll end up saying a bunch of nonsense on the text. And she's like, this guy's a weirdo. I'm not going to go out with him again. <laughs> and then that kind of ruins it. So you're saying after they meet and there's attraction on both ends, then they should be picking up the phone to call and forget about texting. Yeah, if, they, if you're gonna do anything, I'd rather you call than text. Like, if you're gonna, I love that. that right, I agree right. with that. I but love. I, I would use texting just straight for setting up setting up a time to actually meet in person. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the old fashioned way of doing things. I right. agree with that. But in today's world, mm, I don't think that's gonna happen too much. Right. Right. And then, what about what? What if you have one person that likes to text a lot, and then the other person doesn't? One person's a phone person, the other person is a texter. Mm, I mean, well, that might mean you're just incompatible. That's a part of it. <laughs> or no, communicate about it. Right. Set boundaries. Let them know what you expect. Right. You could, but then also, if 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 that can be worked out, then I might not, you know, be a compatible partner, even in just that little bit of a thing, because then that's going to probably be an issue later on. So if if they can, you know, see they can make it work, then cool. But sometimes even that little thing might be an issue. 
In some now, sense. what about now? What about people that just want to tax because that's what they do? Let's just say both parties love taxing. What's too little or too much? I feel, I feel like at the beginning, too much is is every day, uh, and and too little is uh, you know less than once. Like once a week is a perfect spot, you know, once a week to set up something. Oh, I think that's too little. Yes, <laughs> I think at least twice a week. I want someone to show up at least twice a week. Yeah. Yeah. But every day you're right. It's, it's too much. Right. And, and someone can seem a little needy, a little too eager. Right. I back off a little bit. It's time for another break. When we come back, we'll be turning the conversation to money when it comes to dating. We'll be back. Listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca, Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. It's Sunday night. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Laura Bellata. We have Mr. Lucario, dating coach, in our studio tonight, turning back to our conversation on how to handle the money talk while dating. Okay, but before we get into the money talk, I just have another question for you. What's the difference between a woman using you and a woman liking you? And how do we recognize the signs? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I did a video about that the other day. I was saying that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So a woman, a woman using you is basically when you're the type of guy who leads with his wallet and mm-hmm. he's around mainly because of that, that's that's a woman using you. So if you were to stop spending money or stop uh, you know, using money to make things happen, if she'll if she backs away or she's not interested in you anymore that's because she was using you for your money but a woman liking you a woman likes you regardless of the money you have regardless of the resources you have regardless of what's going on because she's interested just in you and the the man you are so depending on if your circumstances change she'll still like you but if your circumstances change and she doesn't like you that means she was using you in most cases (laughs) you know so that's that's how how it goes down okay now what happens when a man leads with his money what are the consequences of this? Yeah, usually what will happen is, is that he'll attract women who are just interested in him because of the, the money. Exactly. The resources, you know, and so a lot of guys don't understand it. They think that means a woman likes them because just because they're getting attention, they think, OK, she likes me. But what she likes is what you can offer her. You understand? Mm-hmm. So this is why I tell guys, you know, it's better to lead with yourself <laughs> and then the wallet should come later. You know what I mean? Lead with who you are and then see if the woman is actually interested in you. Once she's interested in you or you see that, then it's like, okay, yeah, now I can pull out the wallet. We could do things that cost money and, and, and go down that route. You know? So one of the things that women look for in relationships is financial stability. Mm. It's very important to women. Mm. Why do women care about your money, do you mm. think? And what is the role of financial stability in relationships? Right. Well, if it comes to like a long term situation, a woman is definitely going to care about your money um, because if, you know, y'all have kids, you make a life together, that's going to be important. Right. Um, But if it's if if usually a woman will care about your money in a short term situation because she's not sexually attracted to you. So a lot of guys, (laughs) they think that a woman likes them, but she's just using them for that time being. Um, but he's sexually interested in her, but she's not sexually interested in him. So because she's not sexually interested in him, he has to compensate. So therefore, she, he has to have something else as to why she's going to interact with him anyway. So therefore, she, there, that's where the money comes in. So she's like, well, I'm not really that interested in you. So but you do have money so we can go out, you can buy me things and you can take me out on the town and do all that other stuff. But when it does come to a long ter- longer term relationship with someone she wants that serious money is important. So that's going to be a, a factor in that. You know what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, that is true to some to some extent. I mean, I do know of women who will keep men around just because mm-hmm. of the money, because of right. the things that they buy them, because of the lifestyle, mm-hmm. and they're not necessarily attracted to the guy. But hey, listen, it can work if it a relationship can work if it's based on compatibility and if two people don't really want to have sex. But that doesn't usually happen. Does right. it? <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about gender roles then in today's society? Mm. Do you believe in them? Oh yeah, definitely believe in them. I I definitely think that there that you know needs to that needs to happen, and it's important because people have to play their position in any situation. There's always a position to be played in order for things to work. You know what I'm saying? If you look at a a company, there's always different positions to make that company work. If you look at a a, a NBA team, football team, there's different positions to make things work. So it's the same thing in a relationship. People have to play a position in order for it to flow. And, And I think that, you know, um, gender roles are being blurred nowadays where it's like, well, you know, they are. do this, this person's do that. And I, and I don't think that that's really healthy for relationships because it, it, it doesn't really make a relationship flow in a direction that's positive, you know, at the end of the day. So I, I definitely think gender roles are, are important. You know what I mean? You may get some slack for that, Ms. Lucario. Right. <laughs> I know, but that's, it, it's gotta be that way. Cause I'm sure women don't want to, you know, look at the burglar when they come into the house, they want their husband to go check it, you know? So I definitely do. <laughs> right. Listen, I think it depends on the couple. Mm-hmm. I'm traditional. So gender roles work for me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take out the car, the garbage. I don't want to like fight off the burglar. Like he just mentioned, I don't want to change the oil in my car, but I do want to do all the cooking at home. For example, I just, I just do because I enjoy it. I like it. I like doing the feminine things, mm-hmm. but there's nothing wrong, you know, with a woman staying home with her children while her partner, you know, her male partner, let's just say is, is the breadwinner. Mm-hmm. However, It's a problem if society tries to force every single person to follow those roles. You know, people should be free to make their own decisions about how to live their lives. Hmm. And it it should be an option. So I don't feel there's a right or wrong answer here, but I just wanted to get your opinion on it. Yeah, as long as there's balance in a relationship, that's really, I think, is the best best course of action. You know, there has to be balance. If there's not balance, it's going to be imbalance, and that's what's going to mess the relationship up, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight for another episode of the Dating and Relationship Show. Mr. Lucario, you were so great. Thank you so much for joining me. I thought we were going to battle a little more, (laughs) but I, you know, I just wanted to keep it respectful here on radio. Nice. (laughs) And um, for those of you listening, I love, you know, to hear your thoughts on today's show on past shows, and you can keep the conversation going with me on Instagram. You can find me at official Laura Bellotta as well uh, on TikTok at official Laura Bellotta. And you can also visit my website, singleinthecity.ca, if you are looking for love. And Mr. Lucario, where can people learn more about you? And if they want to work with you, where do they find you? Yeah, you can definitely find me on uh, my main sites, which is mrlocario.com. That's M-R-L-O-C-A-R-I-O.com. Also, you can go to badboymembership.com and also- Bad my- Boy Membership, sorry. <laughs> Bad Boy Membership. membership.com. Okay, sorry. And then also uh, MasculineIdentityMembership.com. So that's for you guys out there. And uh, you can hit me up on Instagram at, at @realmrlocario. Again, thank you so much. We'll see you guys next week for another episode of the Dating and Relationship Show. Until next week, ciao for now. Thank you.